Welcome to the Equestrian Business Podcast, the show that talks about business for equestrians. If you're an equestrian business owner who wants more revenue, more profit, and a better work-life balance in your business, and you're looking for dry, humoured, no-nonsense business advice, you're in the right place. Whether you're just getting started or whether you've been in the equestrian game for decades, I'm going to give you the tools, the strategies, systems, techniques, and a splash of philosophy on what you can do to have more fun, a better work-life balance, and more money. Hello and welcome to the Equestrian Business Podcast. If you haven't heard already by now, my name is Rhiannon Amber and this is episode five. Today we're talking all about business planning. It's how to build your business from the ground up and turn it from an idea into an actual functioning business. Even if you're already trading, then this episode is going to help you strengthen your business. I also have some super exciting news about a new resource that has recently launched and I cannot wait to tell you all about it. Jumping straight in, today we're going to be covering a little bit of everything, but predominantly it's about business planning. I know it's not the most exciting task in the world, but it is an essential task. And this is why the most successful companies in the world write business plans and then they review them every quarter. A business plan does not have to be a fancy 60 page document that talks about irrelevant nonsense, but it does have to help you decide where you want to be in your business and how you're going to get there. If you were going to build the stable yard or the barn of your dreams, you wouldn't just start slapping some bricks together and praying that you end up with a stable. You'd have a plan in place, you'd have an architect who works with you to create the designs and do the planning. So why would you treat building a business any differently? A business plan is the first step in building or growing a business. It's the first step in leaving your nine to five and setting out into the equestrian industry on your own. So what do you put inside a business plan? Firstly, you want to start off by doing some market research. You've decided you want to set up an equestrian business. You've decided you want to be an equine sports massage therapist or you want to make and retail equestrian clothing. You might want to be an equine dentist or a saddle fitter or a riding instructor or you might even want to set up your own livery business and start offering services to people whatever it is you've got a bit of an idea in there so before you put pen to paper you need to identify and you need to go out and do some research is there a gap in the market for you to do this For example, if you are thinking of designing and retailing equestrian clothing, I'm going to be real with you for a second. Don't waste your time. This market is saturated enough. Unless you're going to do something that makes your business very unique, there are new brands popping up every single week. Erin Williams, the owner of Blackheart Equestrian, recently covered this on her podcast, unbridled with Erin. There's a lot of copycat businesses coming up and directly copying and plagiarising her designs, her clothing names and the colour names that she's allocated to her clothing range. Copying does not make sales. 
So firstly, you need to identify the gap in the market. Once you've done this, you need to do some research. What do your future customers actually want from you? What problems do they have? How old are they? What gender are they? Are they competitive riders or are they happy hackers? What discipline do they practice? I want you to know your ideal customer inside and out. So now you have an idea, you've looked at your competition, you've decided why you're different to your competitors and you know who your target audience is. It's now time to consider what are your core products or services? What do you offer? How do they attract and appeal to your clients? How are your products going to entice customers into your business? Then it would be time to look at a sales funnel. A sales funnel is all about attracting customers and converting them into sales. So even if your business isn't online, there's still going to be a sales funnel in your business. Now, obviously, the terminology sales funnel has been coined by companies like ClickFunnels, who will charge you an extortionate amount of money to create a basic landing page and get people signing up to your business and downloading your lead magnets and things like that. So when I talk about sales funnels, I don't just mean those online, give me your email address in exchange for my two-page PDF document. I mean a sales funnel as in how are you generating awareness of your brand, how are you gaining the interest of your target audience and then how are you turning this interest into sales. There needs to be a dedicated sales process in your business. If you look at the current problem that's going on in the UK with British riding schools, they often have a lot of clients on their waiting list who cannot be inside the business yet. They cannot give them money yet as they do not have facilities or the strategies in place to turn this interest into income. So this is so, so important. You need to have a sales funnel in place so that you know how you're going to generate consistent income. And a business plan is the perfect place for you to outline this process. Then we move on to goals and objectives. You're going to want to put some goals and objectives in your business plan. The short term goals would be the next three months. What do you want to achieve in the next three months and how are you going to measure this progress? All goals do have to be measurable, otherwise you will not know when you've hit them. Midterm goals is six to 12 months and long-term is any goals over one year. If you're not setting goals that can be measured, how do you expect to progress? I've said it before and it's cheesy and I don't like saying it, but nothing changes unless you change. Doing something business, um, doing something different, sorry, and developing your business means that you might have to step outside of your comfort zone. You're going to have to step outside of your business's day-to-day operations and step into your CEO role, which I made a full podcast all about. That was episode two, I believe. I'm also going to warn you now, a business plan is going to require you to do some light mathematics. 
you're going to need to create a cash flow forecast so you can see how money is being absorbed by the business and how it's being generated within your business. You might want to work with an accountant or a financial planner for this, or you can alternatively drop me a message and I will be more than happy to send you a completely free copy of my cash flow forecast template which maps out your personal expenses, everything that's going on in your personal life. And then it has a section about your products, so what you sell, how much you sell it for, and how many you plan to sell. And it also has the general cash flow forecast mapping, so you can see where the money's going and how much money you'd have coming in each month. And it gives you a month-to-month -month rough breakdown of how much money you anticipate to be coming into your business so this is the maths that you'll have to do i do recommend that you do it on a spreadsheet because it's so much easier than manually calculating all the maths if you can let an excel spreadsheet do the do the hard work for you you'll want to create a breakdown of all of your outgoings how much is being generated by sales even if you're just starting out and you have made no sales so far, this is why market research is important, so that you can make accurate predictions on your sales forecast. Why a sales forecast? Why is it important? Why do I bang on about them all the time? Because this is reality, is what I'm going to tell you. In reality, it's going to tell you whether your business is viable or whether it's a bad idea. If you can't sell your product if you're going to create a product and it's going to be 50 pounds and you're only going to sell five of them a month and your outgoings are in excess of four thousand pounds you don't have to be a genius to find out that this business model is not going to be a successful venture and it's going to be a bit of a waste of time this is another reason why business planning is so so important if you have a new idea about something that you want to put into place in your business, having a business plan and running through it all and finding out its validity is utterly essential. Is writing a business plan hard? Yes and no. It's going to make you look at all corners of your business, the good, the bad and the ugly, and you're going to realise where you need to put the work in. You're going to realise what areas of your business are going to need more attention than others, and you're going to realise your own strengths and weaknesses in the process. Speaking of strengths and weaknesses, it's a fantastic opportunity for you to do a SWOT analysis. So that's S-W-O-T, SWOT, stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities and Threats. Now the common mistake that I see people making on a SWOT analysis is they don't know what goes in which category. So strengths and weaknesses are something that you have control over in your business. So if I was to do a very quick SWOT analysis on myself, my strength is that I am very good at the creative design, I'm very good at marketing. My weakness is that I don't particularly enjoy networking, meeting new people is not a great time for me, I don't particularly enjoy talking to new people and I get a little bit of anxiety around it so that's a weakness but it's something that I have control over because I can do the work and I can improve on that 
and my strengths are something that I can also have a direct control over. Opportunities and threats are things that are external to you in your business. They're things that you don't have an influence over. So an opportunity for me, as awful as it sounds, is that there's a lot of struggling equestrian business owners who are struggling in the cost of living crisis. So an opportunity for me is that I have an opportunity to go in and assist these business owners. Threats, of course, could be the same thing. So it could be the economic climate that people don't have as much money to invest. You have to be aware of the external factors going on around your business so that you can plan and prepare for them. And obviously your strengths and weaknesses, being aware of them gives you an advantage on how you can improve and how can how you can use your strengths to your advantage. So a SWOT analysis or a steeple analysis definitely belongs inside a business plan. So going back to it, is writing a business plan hard? Yeah, it might be a bit bumpy. If it's the first business plan you've ever written. However, being average or being bad at something is the first step to being good at something. Is your first business plan going to be immaculately well written? Would it be something that investors want to buy into? Probably not, no. My first business plan wasn't either. Now they are, and I'm quite proud of them, but I've done so many of them, and I've got better at them, and I've improved at them. Is your first business plan going to be brilliant? Possibly not. Is it going to be the most challenging thing you've ever done in your life? Absolutely not. All you're doing is writing down how you can improve your business. It's Challenging, yes. Completely impossible, not at all. If you're not pitching your business to investors, your business plan does not need to be a perfect, fancy, glossy corporate document that you've had professionally printed. It just needs to be something that you can refer back to and stay on track with your progress and growth. Can you pick up a notebook next time you go out shopping? and jot it down in there? Yes, you absolutely can. A professional business plan can cost you anywhere between 2,000 to 30,000 pounds to have written. But as usual, I've got some other options for you. The Power Hour Business Strategy Session is 90 minutes of live one-to-one training with me where I'm going to help you create your very own business plan and I'm going to help you get clear about what areas of your business you need to work on. I'll help you set your goals for the next three to six months and I'm going to help you move your business forward, earn more money and regain your work-life balance so that you don't feel stressed out, so that you don't feel like your business is demanding all of your time like a needy toddler. It is now your very last chance to book a power hour business strategy session with me for the original price of £140. It's increasing next week, sorry, this week, um, as it's the 29th of May when I'm recording this, it's Bank Holiday Monday. On the 1st of June, my price is increasing to £175, so it's your last chance to get booked in before the increase. As I mentioned in a previous episode, 
if you feel particularly hard done by because of this increase and you want to book in with me, I would be happy to offer you a very special extension if you drop me an email to rhiannon at equestrianbusinessspecialist.com or any of my social media channels, providing that you want to work with me in the near future and it's not something silly like 12 to 18 months down the line, I would be happy to offer you that extension and help you get your ideas off the ground and get your business where you want it to be. If you don't know when you want to work with me, then the the extension is not going to apply to you. This is just for people who were feeling like they were going to reach out to me anyway, or they wanted a session with me within the next couple of weeks. And before I forget, my latest resource is now available on an online Amazon store near you. The Equestrian Business Planner is a beautiful little planner specifically designed for equestrian business owners who want to make a business plan but they don't want to play around on a computer for hours working out how to create one. It's a gorgeous little book, especially if you prefer picking up a pen and putting it to paper the traditional way rather than typing on a keyboard, then this product is just for you. So if you don't want the hassle of trying to work out how to create a spreadsheet or how to format a business plan, this really is a gorgeous little book. It has prompting questions to help you write a practical business plan and gain some clarity on your business. Unlike most free downloadable resources, this book is crammed full of tips and practical advice to help you get the most out of your business. You will not find a more comprehensive business planner in this price range. So if you want me in your pocket and on your desk and out and about with you in the car or even on your bedside table in the least creepy way possible, you can pick up a copy of this fantastic business tool for just $15.99 on amazon.co.uk or it's around about $18, I believe. I'm not fantastic at conversion rates. Um, I think it's around about $18 on Amazon USA. That's all from me today. It's a beautiful day outside. It's bank holiday Monday and I'm heading out to enjoy the gorgeous sunshine where I am today. I've been your host, Rhiannon Amber, the equestrian business specialist. And as always, you have been delightful for listening to me. I hope you'll join me again next week. Goodbye for now.